Call us on 086-000-2032. right, here's a good news story. The Department of Health in the Eastern Cape has handed over 54 new mobile clinics to improve access to healthcare for its residents. The new state-of-the-art clinics have been allocated to six districts and two metropolitan areas where they will close the gap in areas where a physical clinic or hospital uh, within rural communities has been out of reach. Let's find out a little bit more with the Deputy Director General of the Eastern Cape Health Department, Dr. Mtandeki Kamlashe. Doctor, thank you very much for joining us. Tell us more about these clinics. They sound amazing. Afternoon, John. Thank you, John, and thank you to your listeners for having me. Yes, John, it is an effort in this big rural province mm-hmm. to make sure that our people have access to basic primary health care services closest to their homes. You know, Eastern Cape is a, is, a, is a very difficult terrain to navigate. It's a four-by-four terrain, and our people struggle, and they pay a lot of money even to get to the clinic. Mm. Despite having 700-plus clinics in the province, there are still people in far-flung areas who struggle to access clinics. So this is an effort to extend our primary health care platform to bring it closer to those homes and reduce the misery and cost, you know, that befalls our patients on a day-to-day basis. This is just the first batch of 137 in total that we have and we deploy across the province with a full package of heavy services and they are manned by qualified nurses and they offer most of the basic services including immunization and some of them chronic treatment to TB patients, to diabetic and hypertensive patients. We are now adding on rehabilitative service to assist some of the cerebral palsy kids who are out in the rural area. That's what we carry with these mobile clinics. Uh, are the, do they have generators or solar panels? Are they are they electric? Are they load shedding free? Yeah, thank you. I think it connects with just we just said about airscope. Yes, they are. They can run. They've got their own generator. Okay. inverters, and they can run at least for a couple of hours mm. without electricity on inverters. But others have got their own generators. How have you decided where to put these these fifty four and the hundred and thirty seven in total? Now, there's a lot of uh, work that is done by our monitoring and evaluation teams uh, to assess criteria and to look at communities that struggle the most to, mm. to, 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 to get these clinics. And also, of late, we've been affected by disaster. So some of the bridges were washed away. So there are communities who are previously having access to facilities, but because of the incidents related to floods, now some communities struggle. So these mobile clinics, we have to find a way of getting them in there, and some of them are kept in those communities for quite a while, mm. and they are stocked up by some mobile vans and 4 by 4 to support them with supplies. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an exciting program, and we want to make NHI a reality in the, to the most needy and to the most poor and to the most vulnerable citizens of the province. You mentioned getting stocks and supplies there, staff as well. Will they be manned? Will there be stock? Because it's all very well having the clinic. Things need to get to them. Yes, there are staff. They, as I said earlier on, they are, they are staffed by nurses primarily, and they're obviously supported by a well-trained operator who sometimes flies and also does a bit of clerical work, you know, when they get to a site. And uh, we also have a, a fast network of community health workers across the province who also work and support these clinics when they reach the homestead or certain villages. Mm. So there is a, a, a workforce that is uh, around these uh, mobile clinics and to make sure that people have services, not just a vehicle.
Doctor, on a slightly unrelated topic, yesterday we were talking about employment, unemployment. We spoke to a young uh, lady who had qualified as a social worker, and in the Eastern Cape particularly, and she was saying she couldn't get a job. Do you have enough social workers in the Eastern Cape, and why can a social worker not get a job in that province? Look, we cannot guarantee a job to all the social workers. We do employ, you know, when the budgets do allow. Mm-hmm. And remember, we need social workers that we agree. And then we work, working very closely with the Department of Social Development in terms of developing strategies of making sure that social workers get employed. But what we cannot guarantee is a job for sure. every social worker that gets out of the university at the present moment, sometimes even against the need because of budget constraints. But we are doing all we can to employ those social workers. Mm. Right recently, we just employed uh, about 18 or 18 plus 10, 28 registered counselors, which is another category that falls under social workers and psychologists. Because we do need them, especially with the search of of substance abuse in our community. Mm. We do need them. We do need them a lot. And uh, in terms of social engineering, as you know, but the lead department in that area is Department of Social Development okay. outside of our hospitals and clinics. And that... But we do know, yeah, we do know that the lead department is doing their best to make sure they absorb as many as they can. Yeah, it comes down to budget in the end. You you need 100, so you, you could do with 100,000 social workers, but you've only got money for five. If, yeah, if you, can, if you can afford them. All right. It sounds like great. Things may be slowly changing in the Eastern Cape. Thank you very much. Director General, sorry, the director, direct, Deputy Director General of the Eastern Cape Health Department, Dr. Ntandeki Kamlashi, joining us there.